This is episode number 93 of the Fearless Presentations podcast, the fastest, easiest way to eliminate public speaking fear. Want to absolutely eliminate public speaking fear? This podcast is the answer. Here's the guy who literally wrote the book on Fearless Presentations, Doug Stannard. Welcome to the Fearless Presentations podcast. I'm Doug Stannard, CEO of the Leaders Institute and Fearless Presentations. And this is the podcast that helps people just like you become confident and poised presenters and speakers. This is podcast number 93. And uh, we're talking this week about how presentation skills can actually help you increase your success level in the workplace. These skills can actually help you get promoted. They increase your income and really increase the esteem that others have for you in in the workplace. Uh, The podcast is brought to you by Fearless Presentations. If you want some really valuable one-on-one coaching to help you apply the concepts from this podcast, I invite you to attend one of our two-day classes coming up in cities like Atlanta, St. Louis, Dallas, Los Angeles, Las Vegas, Baltimore, Denver, Orlando, Austin, Portland, Cincinnati, Miami, uh, Boston, D.C., and Chicago. And we also have classes coming up in Vienna, London, and Dublin toward the end of the year. So if you're in Europe, those those are good choices for you. If I didn't call your city, just go to fearlesspresentations.com to access the full schedule. And don't forget, we can conduct private classes for groups of as few as five people for a significant discount. You actually, it, it's cheaper to actually have us come to your office and train a group of five, six, seven people than it is to send five people to a a public class. So just kind of keep that in mind. And don't forget about the Fearless Presentations online course. Um, I've talked about that a, a few months ago, but it's still it's it's um, we're we're constantly reviving and and renewing and updating the online course. So every uh, just by purchasing that online course once, you get access to it forever. So it's a it's a pretty good way to to keep track of new and trending things in the marketplace and how to improve your presentation skills and stuff like that. All right, so let's get on with today's podcast. Hey, so the title of this week's podcast is the importance of presentation skills in the workplace. And I I actually thought about this topic this week when I was teaching a class in Detroit. I had three people from the from the class that I was teaching that were they were they did job placement skills for folks. And I noticed a couple of things as they as the as the folks kind of went through the class that was interesting. Number one, they picked up the presentation skill stuff stuff really, really, really quickly, which was kind of interesting. Um, and I noticed that I think the reason why, though, is because as they started making their presentations, a lot of times in the fearless presentations class, we're really helping people design presentations. And some of the presentations that they designed were really in line. The things that they were teaching their their clients were really in line with what we teach in, in fearless presentations. So it was really interesting to kind of see that. Um, the the so basically what I wanted to cover in in this session is really some of the things that they talked about in their presentations and and things that I've been kind of telling people for years and years and years about presentation skills is that they can really really help you in the workplace the 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 presentation skills are basically communication skills so if you have good 
communication skills, then you're going to be a fairly good presenter most often. If you have good presentation skills, then most likely you're going to have good communication skills. And I think that's what happened with these folks. They had really good communication skills and those communication skills spilled over into the presentations that they were making. So, so basically what I did was I came up with five things, five ways that presentation skills can really help you get ahead at, at work. And the first one, and really I think it's, it's one of the more important ones is that Anytime you think of a leader, leaders always have great presentation skills. So, in fact, if you think about any person who you consider to be a great leader, the moment that you think about that person, an image of that person will likely appear in your head. And, and there's really a good chance that that image will be the person speaking in front of a group. group. You know, so, for instance, if, if you thought of a president like JFK or Ronald Reagan or even one of the, the more recent presidents, then there's a good chance when you think of that person being a good leader, you probably, like if you're thinking of JFK, you were probably thinking about him standing in front of a microphone saying, ask not what you can do for your country or ask not what your country can do for you, right? So ask not what your country can do for you. Um, that's my terrible uh, Boston accent. Um, but, or if you were thinking about, about Reagan, then, most likely you were thinking about Reagan say something like, Mr. Gorbachev, tear down this wall, right? So that's what people are most known for. They're known for those speeches. Um, and it's funny because, um, I, I mean, I grew up way, 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 way past uh, World War II. I grew up in the, in the mostly in the 80s was my teenagers. But um, I, when I think of General Patton from World War II, I, I don't necessarily see an image of Patton. I really see an image of George C. Scott standing in front of the American flag because he was giving a speech. That's what I think of when I think of uh, Patton. When you think about um, uh, when you think about uh, uh, educational systems or or or, um, uh, or uh, like teachers that you had in the past, there's a good chance that teacher you're seeing that teacher as a good leader because of the way that he or she taught his or her classes. Um, if you think about coaches, um, most of the, of the, of the um, sports movies that are out there that are about a specific team or a specific coach, there's a good chance that somewhere in that movie is going to be like the crescendo. And most of the time it's like a halftime speech. <laughs> that's the, that's the main, everything leads up to the halftime speech. And then after the halftime speech, everything kind of changes. We think of that way. I mean, we're kind of trained to see people who speak really well as being good leaders. Um, in fact, I'll, I'll give you a good personal story about this. When, when I played football in college, my position coach was a guy named Gary Gaines. And if you've ever seen the movie or if you've read the book Friday Night Lights, um, you may recognize Coach Gaines' name. Coach Gaines, was the, he was the coach that that uh, led that team in in the book and in the movie. And also, you know, the TV show was inspired about, about him and his team and everything, too. But by the way, um, I, I've known Coach Gaines for years. I mean, he was he, he's a fantastic leader, by the way. He is also a fantastic communicator. Interestingly, though, I've known him for 20 plus years. And when I think of him today, because I haven't seen him in about 10 or 12 years or so, when I think about him today, I I mean, I, I sometimes remember things that we did on the practice squad or in, in the game or something like that. But the image that I have of Coach Gaines today is like Billy Bob Thornton, <laughs> because in that movie, uh, I took my wife and, and daughter to see the movie when when my daughter was really young. And and um, 
Billy Bob Thornton did a fantastic job, by the way, of of imitating Coach Gaines. I mean, he had everything down pat. I mean, the only thing that was that was a little bit off was that at one point in the movie, the Billy Bob Thornton character, you know, grabbed a kid and yelled at him, and and it, it was kind of off color and everything. And and at that point, my whole um, image kind of shifted because I never ever ever saw Coach, Coach Gaines do anything like that. You know, I never saw him lose his temper. Never even heard him raise his voice for that matter. It was the way he spoke. We just didn't want to disappoint him. We were we we loved him, and so it was that rapport that he had, and that's and it's because he was just such a great communicator. So. Um, so just keep that in mind. Like a lot of times, one of the ways that presentation skills can really help you in the workplace is that when people see somebody with good presentation skills, they naturally see that person as being a leader, and and you can accept that role if you if you practice your presentation skills. Um, the second thing that's really important is if you want to be a part of the team, you really really have to speak up. Um, I, I'll give you another example from my own personal experience. When I when I graduated from college, I had a job working at a huge oil company. And since I was the real junior employee and I was just starting out, I was excited the first time that I was invited into the, the staff meeting because that's where the big wigs kind of went in and, and talked about the, the company and stuff like that. But I was pretty nervous, too. And about 20 minutes into the meeting, my boss identified a challenge that uh, that the group was was kind of facing and he was looking for advice. And interestingly, I had encountered a, encountered a similar situation when I was an intern the previous year, different company. And and since I had um, seen that, I, I kind of knew what the solution was, even though I was the youngest person in the room and didn't and had the least experience of anybody in there because I had been at a different company the previous year. I'd kind of seen that that challenge and and also seen a pretty good solution and and I really wanted to tell the group my idea but I hesitated and a few of my coworkers kind of shared their ideas and finally the woman that was sitting next to me her name was Mary Beth by the way see she said pretty much the exact same thing that I'd been thinking and it was what was what kind of hit me at that moment was that I was just I was angry I wasn't angry at her by the way I was angry at myself I, I was I kept thinking the whole time that folks are, are, are now batting around her idea and, and finding out that it has some merit. I'm, got, I'm, I'm thinking in my head, why didn't I say something? Why didn't I do something? I mean, I had an opportunity to help the team and to help myself at the same time, and the opportunity just passed and, and I missed it. And I think a lot of people go through that. It, it, the, the confidence to, in order to, that, that a person needs to have in order to communicate their ideas in, in a situation where um, it's really risky can, can be a challenge. And so the, the higher that a person's presentation skills are, the more confident they are presenting to a group, the more likely they're gonna contribute to the team and, and really share those ideas when, when those ideas come up. Um, the third one is it's a fantastic way to set yourself apart from the crowd. So one of the major tips that that you can get or the major importances, I guess, that, that you can see from presentation skills in the workplace is the ability to stand out from the crowd. Because, I mean, let's face it, most people stink at giving presentations. And I sometimes joke, jokingly say in class, that you don't have to be a fantastic presenter. You don't have to be an excellent presenter. You just have to be a little better than the last person that that spoke. And in most cases, the bar is set really, really low. 
Um, I, I give you an example. I taught a, a team building activity to a department of the, of the federal government just a few weeks ago. And as I was teaching, I kind of felt, you know, like my energy was a little low. I wasn't getting a lot of feedback from the group. It was, you know, it was, it was one of those, it was kind of a challenging crowd, you know, because they're most of the time folks are more interactive. And this one was, was a little bit more sedate than, than what I was used to. But, um, but you know, the, the event went really well, got, you know, folks were, were, were really active and everything. And, and it just was, you know, compared to the ones that I'm kind of used to, it was a little, you know, more sedate than, than normal. And as I was packing up my stuff, though, I was putting my computer in the, in the, in my, um, computer bag and stuff like that, one of the participants came up to me and he said, I mean, this is this is almost a quote. He said, I've been coming to these team meetings for almost 25 years. And he said, this one was by far the best one that I've ever been to. And the reason why he was saying that to me is was because he was comparing me to the past speakers that they had. Comparing comparing me to them, I was fantastic. I mean, my presentation skills helped me, you know, really set myself apart from those other folks that have spoken to that group in the past. And you can do the same thing. Practice your presentation skills and people are going to see you. Even if you're having a, an off day, people are going to see you as being a, a really good speaker and a really good, uh, a really good presenter. Um, the fourth one is that you can actually create a team atmosphere within your group. Um, now, whether you're the leader of the team or if you're just a really important part of that team, a team member, the presentation skills that you have can really build teamwork. And just so you know, the opposite is true as well. <laughs> you know, and um, the uh, when I first left the petroleum industry, when I you know a couple of years after I graduated from college, I, I wanted to go into sales. I, if, if you've listened to the podcast before, you kind of know a little bit about that story. But one thing that I haven't shared though was that my first manager, the first guy that hired me as a sales guy with no sales experience whatsoever under my belt, was a guy named Scott Yancey, and the. Scott Yancey, if you don't know who he is, he's got a TV show on one of the one of the cable channels. It's called Flipping Vegas, and and uh, he's a pretty good showman, um, and pretty decent sales guy too, by the way. Um, but uh, but it, it's it's a pretty funny show. It's a little scripted, but you know it's it's a pretty funny show. And Scott now travels the the world teaching people how to flip houses. So he's written a bunch of books and and stuff like that. But he was my first manager. And, and he was really good, by the way. He was a good manager, liked him. Everybody liked him. He was, a, he was fun to, to work for. Unfortunately, a, a couple of months after I started, Scott quit his job and he moved to Las Vegas. You know, the, the rest is kind of history. And he was going to start his own company in Vegas. And uh, the manager who took over for Scott was very disorganized. And, and there were about 10 of us who were sales reps for the company. And, and, and it was it was the team meetings that we had. I think they were every Tuesday, if I remember right. But every Tuesday we'd 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 drive into a central city where the office was, and it was about you know forty five minutes from most of us. We we had the ten of us had different territories that we we kind of worked in, and so we had to leave our territory selling and drive into the to the office. And it wasn't too terribly bad, but a lot of times the meetings would run an hour, sometimes two hours, sometimes two and a half hours, and it was really a, a, a waste of time a lot of times because and they became an absolute chore for us. And within a few months of, of this new guy, 
uh, com- um, filling that position, the uh, the owner had that guy actually transition to a, a new position, rightly so, which which we were really happy about it. But it left an opening, and and I that's actually how I got my first job as a as a manager. When 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 this guy got transitioned over, it, it left an opening, and I, with my six months of sales experience, you know, kind of picked up the ball and, and ran with it, and. I'm, I'm sure I wasn't a fantastic manager, I, and I, I suspect that if you ask the people that work for me, they were probably saying, a ah, little snot-nosed kid doesn't know crap about how to do this stuff. Uh, but all I did, and it worked fairly well anyway, was I just copied what Scott did before he left. I it, I just... I included people in on, on the conversations. I, I got ideas from them. We shared success stories and stuff like that, that kind of thing. And so I just kind of... I just used the 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 little presentation skills that I had to lead really effective meetings, and it made it to where they weren't a chore anymore. Morale went up immediately, sales went up, and 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 it and it worked pretty well. And, and in fact, I've, I've kind of I've probably said on the on the the um, podcast a few times that that within six months of the time that I took over that that sales manager position, I was making more money in my bonus checks. Than what I was making from the oil company when I left, which was which was phenomenal. I mean, I I'd, I was pretty much doubling and tripling my income, and a lot of it had to do with my presentation skills and and uh, my ability to to motivate and inspire people. So the fifth thing, the last thing that we're going to talk about, is the is one of the one of the. I, I think it's probably one of the most important aspects of being really good at presenting is that. Good presenters have doors opened for them. So basically opportunities arrive fairly easily for folks who are really good at communicating and really good at, pre- at presenting their ideas. Um, over, the, over the years, we've had about, we've, we've had over, just this year anyway, we've had over a thousand people attend our presentations class. Uh, and and, we, and it's about a thousand people a year that that do, and that's how we over the last twenty years we're we're over twenty thousand people that have gone through the program. And I'm still amazed at the number of times participants send me, and they just take time out of their day to send me an email. They send me a text, and when they do, they're reporting you know real life changing results that they got from the class. Um, a, a, a good example is I just got a random call just in the last week or so from a uh, a. Uh, it was um, a police officer who took my class years ago, probably three or four years ago. He took my class, and after taking the fearless presentations class, he volunteered for a community outreach position. And you know, so basically, he has spent the last couple of years, in addition to his regular doing his regular police work, doing outreach and teaching college college students how to improve security on their campus. Uh, and and different things like that. So he would go out in the community and, and do presentations. So he told me that in that couple of years since he took the class, that he's already received two promotions as a result of just doing that extra stuff, just doing the stuff that nobody else is is really skilled at doing. And and uh, I, I'll give you another example. This one actually was really recent. I had a, a woman that went through my class who was an entrepreneur. She was, um, in addition to being an entrepreneur, she's an inventor. So she's got like four or five different patents on on. Um, items that uh, that she's looking to license to to other companies, and she uh, just got an email recently where she has auditioned for Shark Tank, and she said that no way possible that she would have done that before taking the Fearless Presentations class. So, 
the I mean, these are just a few of the of the and they're more of the intangible benefits of of good presentation skills in many positions. The, the skills are so vital that there there's also a lot of tangible reasons why you would want to improve your presentation skills as well, because. You know, for instance, if you're in sales, then the better your skills are, the more sales you're going to create. That's that's income for you if you're a commissioned salesperson. Um, if you're if you're a trainer or a teacher, then your presentation skills are going to allow you to teach other people more easily and effectively. Effectively, if you're a manager or supervisor, you can lead more productive meetings and 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 cut down on the time that you spend doing those kind of things. And and Folks who work with customers are less likely to have miscommunication with those customers. So the benefits are really endless. So if you if you if you really, really want to get ahead in the business world, you really want to improve your presentation skills. So hopefully this has been very, very helpful. Um, if you get a chance, uh, make sure and and uh, subscribe to the the podcast. That that's really helpful to us. And and if you get a chance, also leave us a, leave a comment for us on iTunes. If you're you're listening on your iPhone, you know, make sure and leave a comment if you like the the content. If you don't like the content, then don't leave a comment. <laughs> but if you do, it really helps other people find us more quickly and easily. And if you're interested in some coaching or attending one of our fearless presentations classes, please go to fearless presentation. Look for upcoming classes in your area. We'll see you next week on the Fearless Presentations Podcast. Subscribe to this podcast for new public speaking secrets each week.